reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Favorite Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740, but, of course, always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favorite. With me, as always, he's the sexual, intellectual, double-H, Husky heartthrob leader of the Husky Army, and a man who's getting ready to go through a fucking rebuild his giants, my man, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? I was just doing the Akeem dance. Fuck. <laughs> I called Barry boss yeah. man on a text or boss or something on a text so now he's all in his twin towers gimmick it's all hey, it took I just like to dance brother he's been ready for a game um, <laughs> little special show tonight again we're going to do another watch along hey I'm all about watching we're going to talk about other things too new yes. AEW figures came out or got I revealed right new yeah. drawings I thought they looked dope um, we yeah, had a lot going on. Wrestling world, Hangman pays the champ. People call him Stone Cold. People getting mad he's getting called Stone Cold. People take fucking that serious. Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens resigning. Yeah, it was crazy. I honestly, I if you would have tried to get me to bet, I'd have been like, he's leaving. Uh, as of the time of this taping, I'm gonna spoil it for you. I haven't watched Dynamite yet, but Kyle O'Reilly signed with AEW. I did see a picture of that. Did see so, lots to talk about, but we are going to watch Monday Night Raw from December 23rd, 1996, as we record. And we're going to obviously talk about that as well. So if you want to do the watch along, feel free. We're going to give you guys a nice countdown when we start. Um, I guess we're going to start here. Is there anything, any housekeeping, anything we got to clean up? Anything you can think of? Not really. I mean, not really, huh? Is there supposed to be something? Everybody, I, I want everybody to have a happy holidays. It is almost Christmas. That's why we're doing a Christmas show here. I have to, uh, I literally have to go tomorrow and uh, and finish up Christmas shopping. You I, know, done I, Christmas shopping? I got two things left to get, and one of them, I'll just be honest with you, one of them is for you. I, I did. I seen it and I was like, that's a bad motherfucker right there. And I got to go get it. And so I'm going to make it now. It ain't going to get there before Christmas, obviously, but uh, it will get there. Well, we're not celebrating Christmas till like the first week of January because the kitchen remodel is still taking place. Those those dudes have been on the ball. I mean, this is on the ball. this is month three. <laughs> month two well no started the week of thanksgiving it feels like month three but every morning i got a gang of people walking up in our house we all started to see some progress finally but the first couple weeks were kind of a wash well they had to they had to get rid of old boy first foreman got fired it was a whole fucking thing he spent too much time outside smoking heaters hey ain't mad at him he, he saw the green you said, brother, not that that's... green, not those heaters, <laughs> cigarettes. You said, brother, that's fucking shrubbery. Not the, not the devil's that's, lettuce. You know, that's the fucking green to the fucking uh, course over there. But oh no, that's all we got going on. I am working off a web page. Actually, let me send it to you. This is real live radio here, folks. Real live podcasting. That's how we're so serious over here. Let me get this bullshit off the screen that I had. I Browns fans wish. thinking that the Sean. Browns fans thinking that uh, Deshaun Watson's coming. That's insane. I just wish people could have seen me doing the fucking dance. Akeem's dance. It was a wild scene. You can always make a video for the internet. Well, hey, don't tempt me. i tell you, my friend, uh, Shadow is the Hunter. I got I fuck up his handle so bad every time I'm not going to do it anymore. But he blessed me with the good news today. Shadow is the sh- Shadow is the show. The homie Uncle Steph. I don't know why I think Hunter all the time. Uncle Steph though got Gorilla Monsoon there in the profile picture, right? He uh, he told me that sports betting 
going to be legal in Ohio. That's gangster. Uh, my only question for Uncle Steph is uh, when's he when's he going to quit being Gorilla Monsoon and fucking uh, put his real profile picture up there? Nah, nah, so he put whatever he wants on, up so, there. So we can get him on the show. It's a tribute. We, yeah, I... I you see, look, you didn't even see the hand move. I was doing a king. He's still, doing, he's still doing a king. This is a definitely an audio <laughs> podcast that nobody can see you dancing 100%. And I'm but still I will tell you, doing the, this was back in the blog talk days when we took calls. Yeah. I have a feeling he'd be calling in. He'd be loving that shit. My fuckers would be calling me up. <laughs> he'd be calling me AEW Dick Rider and everything. <laughs> yeah. He'd be, yeah, we'd be getting cussed out. But that's okay. Fuck. I love it. We, we still take was, calls, but we can at least fun. see who's calling us. <laughs> I sent you a link to what I'll be working off of. Again, another website. This is pdrwrestling.net. This was posted by Matt on September, December 30th, 1996. No, I'm sorry, September 12th. He did a uh, yeah, bang-up job covering the show in detail. So he must have watched this several times, took several notes. Good for him. We're going to benefit from his hard work. Yeah, this this man had no idea that fucking 25 years later. I'm stealing. No, this is probably recently written. All right, I am ready whenever you are. Are you ready? I'm ready. December 23rd, 1996, Monday Night Raw. Hit pause if you have to. If you have a a real hard time finding it like Barry did on Peacock, take your time. Just hit pause. Homeboy was struggling over here. It was bad. All right, I am ready. I'm gonna give you three, two, one. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna say the P word. All right, three, two, one, play. And we are opening up here. Where are we're in Tampa, Florida, in the Ice Palace again, December twenty third, nineteen ninety six. We get the big shot of the ring. We got Mark Merrow coming out with Sable. The current WWE champions were as follows: the world champion was Psycho Sid. He won it a month earlier. Intercontinental champion Hunter Hearst Helmsley, 10-21-96. World Tag Team Champions Owen Hart and David Boy Smith, they won theirs on September 22nd, 96. So, fairly new champions here. And and Sabre was literally still in the wild man's heat here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's... I mean, she was all that in 96, right? Look at the wild man. No one looking at him at all. <laughs> stable in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Mark, I, you know what? I don't hate on Mark Miro, though. I really don't. He's, he's actually like a cool like dude, I guess, in real life. I guess he's like reborn and he does the yoga thing and he's like he does like motivational speeches and that's all good. Good to see. Look at the king, Jerry Lawler. Always in the middle of shit. Hey. Here he comes. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the aristocrat. Intercontinental champion. My my favorite <clears throat> intercontinental belt there. Yeah, that looks great. Boy, has he come a long way. Yeah. See the purple there? So obviously the purple comes to mind right now is the new Dark Order figures, AEW Unmatched Series 3. You have Evil Uno. You have Anna J. You have Numero Dos. And then you have obviously Brody Lee with the chase as well, the chase in purple. I think they look absolutely fantastic. We'll get a fresh look at them right here because I'm trying to watch both things at once. Yeah, I'm pulling them up myself. We're super prepared over here. I think we're doing a great job. There, there's literally no one better. I don't even know why it's it shouldn't even be put into question. Well, the Mister Brody Lee is the one of five thousand. It's the chase. It's got the all black gear with kind of the Dark Order logo in the middle right there with purple outline, like purple going down the leg. That looks phenomenal. I think all five of these figures look great. Then you got the Mr. Brody Lee of the Dark Order with the TNT Championship, kind of the unfinished version, if you remember correctly. Yeah. Right? Was that the unfinished version? Or was that no? He uh I think he did have, or did Cody did it just get done when he got it? I can't remember. 
Anyway, you got the gray, the gray pants with the black top. That looks phenomenal. That looks so fucking good. And then you have Evil Uno. That, I mean, what's that, that word just gets beaten to the ground. Toyetic, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it. That looks phenomenal. I think the mask looks great. It looks, yeah, it looks really good. Fairly accurate of his body representation. Maybe we're a little generous to him around the stomach area, but other than that, I think that looks great. Yeah, I like that uh, Evil Uno. Uh, the Stu Grayson, I thought, looks really, really good mm-hmm. as well. Uh, has the kilt, you know, the tore up little kilt deal there, the face paint. Has the the purple armband. Uh, looks, I, I think they knocked it out of the park with that as well. And the John Silver. I'm not yeah. trying to be a troll here. I definitely want to see it in scale. I want to see it next to the other figures. But that, the, all these head scans look fantastic. Yeah. This might be the best set they've done. Yeah, I'm with you. And uh, the, the LJN Darby Allen is postponed. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, they said it is coming very soon. But for right now, it is uh, it is postponed. Uh, Anna J, she's got the one of 3,000 as well. Her head scan looks amazing as well. That looks great. Good for them. But, yeah, that. Uh, I, think Jared, the chase, I think the chase looks a lot better. I like it with the black ear better. Yeah, and uh, Jeremy Padauer was, you know, he was in my DMs. He's like, dude, I will send you the number one of 5,000 Brody Lee. And I was like, dude, you don't have to do all that. But he insists, so I'll let him. <laughs> See Mark Merrill laying it in right here. Right. And Triple H is like, dude, just give it time. I'm going to fucking own I'm going to own some of this company here shortly. And your woman out there? I got plans for her too, brother. <laughs> yeah, she's going. She's heading with Brock. You don't know who that is yet, but. She's heading up north. Yeah. She's going to Minnesota. I'm going to be real crude here. Sorry, sorry, Nick Hacks. going to turn this down a little bit. I always said that uh, Brock Lesnar just, just married the girl he jerked off to in high school. And there is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Good for him, man. <laughs> but see, I was always about Sonny, though. I was always about huh? Sonny uh, more than more so than Sable. Oh, look at this in the crowd, chilling. I've heard Marlena, power couple, Gold Dust and Marlena hey. up in the crowd. She's up there pulling on a cigar. Beautiful. Until New Jack got a hold of her. Mirror just gets his face kicked in. Yeah, I do you want to talk about odd couples. Johnny B. Bad and Sable. <laughs> Sid Sid's gonna give a speech tonight. He's gonna give a promo. I'm sure it's gonna be fucking riveting. This they there was rumor that this was the episode he was gonna go head to head with Bill Benus. Oh, yeah. But you, yeah. But it got scaled back. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the thing about that was, you know, Sid had just just won about the previous month. Yep. They're, they're not ready for him to do a job yet. And Venus no. comes in, Sid's doing a job. Yeah, he's he's dropping the strap. Well, oh, backslide shit. action here. We don't see yeah. enough of that, Barry. I know you love a good backslide. Absolutely, I do. With the bridge up. That's an old fucking Ricky Steamboat. If I look at Fred Blassie. Look at this commercial here. Oh, yes. The WWF entrance music, the, the CD. Blassie. It's great. Full Metal WWF, the album. At Kmart. That PPW podcast. <laughs> Steve might have that. I had. I did have that. You had that? I did. 
Goldust still watching on. I guess he got his eyes on that Intercontinental Championship. And and the crazy thing is, this is five months after uh, King of the Ring, which Triple H was supposed to win. Right. And Triple H got punished because <laughs> you can't punish your your champ, and you know the other two are gone. Which has always kind of blown my mind. If that's how you do your business, I don't know. Well, he had, I mean, he had to pay the price. You know, because at that time, Triple H was, you know, he was doing jobs to Henry O. Godwin mm. in pig pen matches. Nice knee lift right there. Yes. Triple H flew and sold that bitch. <clears throat> Where's the top? Drop kick onto his a ass. Terrible drop kick. Just an awful drop kick. Why even have that in the repertoire? All the crowd here whip. in Tampa. Crowd here in Tampa just calm as hell. As as they should be for this outstanding matchup. I mean Triple H, you know, phenomenal worker. But, uh, yeah, he. So one of the stipulations here was if Triple H got DQ'd or counted out, he would lose the IC title. So no champion's advantage here. Uh-oh. And the Gold Dust is going to face the winner of this match at the Royal Rumble, which we know to be, boom, Triple H. <laughs> right. Big pedigree. That shit is over. He's got the belt. I Mark Mara thought he was on a fucking diving board there. Get the gold dust love in the crowd. That's it's crazy how the crowd they must have security fucking all over there because they didn't whenever Seth Rollins got fucking tackled. Right. <laughs> right. But not one person's going near Gold Dust. Why is Mark Marrow pissed? Like he literally got pedigreed and pinned clean and now he's fired up. He wants more Triple H. He ain't gonna get it. Go back to your feud with the king. And Sable's like, look, <laughs> this dude's on his way out. I have got to fucking get away from him. I think like, drugs were an issue at this point too. I I I really hate to speculate on that, but I I recklessly will. I right. think that he's talked about that. No, I know they were an issue with something. Triple H calling a motherfucker out. He's letting him know. Look at that youngster standing by him with the tie dye shirt on. Mm-hmm. Here's the jackass in front of Gold Dust right there yelling. No one came to see you, brother. <laughs> Set the fuck down. We had to get him off the screen. Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 Here comes Gold Dust down the stairs. Triple H retreats. Yeah, he's a runner. Literally went in the stands to talk shit. And then retreat. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then he's like, oh, Marlena. You know. Miss Alexandra York. From the York Foundation WCW days. Mm-hmm. Man, Dustin's what, a big fucker. Yeah, isn't he? What a stable she had. I mean, she had Richard Morton, Terrence Taylor, Thomas Terrence. Rich. I mean, what a state. How could that fail? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they fucking set her up for failure. Yeah. Very cold in the... Uh... In the Ice Palace that night. No doubt. Ooh. Fans being weird, having to touch the wrestler. Some things never change. Here's a match between the guns, where basically what happened here was they had a paralysis angle for a second with Billy. I don't know if you remember that at all, 
but they're showing Billy Gunn's match-ending injury against his brother Bart. Ross calls Billy injury-prone throughout his WF career. Temporary paralysis has been the diagnosis, says Vince. We hear some of Bart's apology to Billy from Livewire over the weekend. The Gunn family is pissed at him. I mean, hit him with the stun gun. Stun Steve Austin's old move. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bart. Big motherfucker. You ain't kidding. Found out he had a left hand later on. Man, I will tell you what. You talk about big motherfucker. Billy Gunn is a big motherfucker. He is deceptively a big motherfucker. That's what they always say, yeah. Dude, I so I went to IWA East Coast show, and he was there after like his first or second release. Uh, signed a diaper, did sign a diaper for one of West Virginia's finest. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was literally, I mean, I was standing fucking right now, and I was just like, holy fuck, you are a monster. Like Temporary paralysis. Big diagnosis. Here comes your girl. Man, back back then, holy fuck! You can lay in bed and get your picture taken with her now for probably hundred bucks. Hey, I just I just take the platinum package and give four hundred and say let's just get it on. There are very few things more cringe than current day Sunny. Taking a picture with stereotypical current day wrestling fan. And I would just leave it at that. Yeah, that was, I seen those. That was fucking horrible. And people were all over that. Oh, God. Look at Vince. Vince is like, you know, I hit this backstage. <laughs> like, you know, I, I handle this. You're Look just, at the youngster. Show's gone off the rails. It's fine. Man, they did her dirty when they got her hooked, hooked on the look at Vince. Like he doesn't even hide it. <laughs> JR's like, are you fucking kidding me? Let's keep order here. Got another commercial here. Christmas theme. Here comes Sid. Psycho Sid is coming to town. They're going to advertise oh, some house shows here. A leg drop when you're sleeping. Choke slam when you're awake. A powerbomb, whether you're bad or good. So run for heaven's sake. Oh, you better watch out. You better start to cry. You better not shout. Telling you why Psycho Sid is coming to town. Did we literally just get Eric Brown singing a Psycho Sid Christmas carol for you folks tonight? (laughs) I mean, look at this. Look at this blue chipper. Blue chipper. And not, no, not Jim Cornette. We're talking about Rocky Maivia coming in the ring. Fired up. A month after his debut. What is Cornette doing with fucking Salvador Sincere? Obviously managing him, trying to get him over a little bit. He's doing the little chest pop there. Cornette talking that shit. That guy is the highest paid actor in the world. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Calm down the foo-foo hair a little bit here. You see uh, advertising for Shotgun Saturday Night over there. Right. And if you remember the the first Shotgun Saturday Night, or at least one of the first ones, to get it over, they had uh, Marlena, the distraction, where she turned her back to the cameras, but she had on the tassels. But the internet thought she was totally nude. It's just a stick with the theme of the show. The guy, the last match was 629. He gave it two stars. Rob getting over his athleticism. Getting over his wrestling ability. Getting over his strength. Okay. They chanting die, Rocky, die yet. I'm uh, sure not something to salivate over him. Sonny will actually be on MTV singled out um, this coming Friday night back then in 96. That's why she's out there. Why is Salvador sincere with Cornette? You asked, Barry. Ross tells us because Rocky turned down Jim Cornette's offer to manage him. Oh, okay. 
So he's just going to manage everybody else, I guess. <laughs> that he's up against? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sonny, I guess it's Sonny at some point said Sonny gets what Sonny wants, and Sonny wants Rocky Maivia. Okay. He's like, no, you're not, you're not up to snuff. See, and I, <clears throat> I don't even really remember. Like, I remember the South Sincere gimmick and all that shit, but I remember uh, Johnny Gum in WCW teaming with the Z-Man, Tom okay. Hank. Rest and they were a team. Yeah, they were a team. Very um, green Rocky Maivia here. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Sal Sincere fucking uh, later would go on to be Tom Brandy. Okay. Oh, big chop. Mike Kyoto in there. You know, a referee there for 62 years. I'll tell you what, uh, The Rock's showing how green he is, as he is letting Sal Sincere fucking get a lot of offense. Yeah. I'm not sure how Master put together back then. I'm sure it was a little more call it in the ring type stuff. Yeah, if... Uh, they were, if sure this, they were sure, but also, I'm sure they were told what to do. If If this match happens about a year and a half later... Sal Sincere does the job in about fucking two minutes. <laughs> I mean, two minutes is generous. Yeah, and he gets shit in. Unless The Rock allows it. Lots of sunny close-ups here, man. They're really getting their camera used to Dude, I will tell listen. I'll just tell you. It, it's, not 19... get it's, not, it's not get canceled before you start. <laughs> in 1996. Oof. I don't even know how people thought Sable was fucking better than she was. Very question. Every, everybody else's subjective taste. I fucking sure did. Because, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> but, see, also at this time, I had discovered ECW and Francine. I was a big Francine guy. So. It's like this. It's like. She's like Dollar Store Sable. Francine? I knew I was just fucking with you. I just want to see what kind of reaction I get. <laughs> Ooh, how stiff right there. Hey, folks, he was ready to jump through the screen <laughs> to see the look he just gave me. We got to figure out a way to make this a video podcast because the looks I get sometimes are comical. The the shit he does when I'm talking, you know, like you said, uh, what was the meme you posted? This is me fucking after after the sports show. When you're walking around, going, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Give these guys a lot of time. I wonder what The Rock's idea was for the uh, the boots. <laughs> yeah, those are not... Well, I don't know if he had... He probably didn't have a lot of money at that time. He never and, wore the caps in his boots. Yeah. As he was just proud of his caps. Well, I mean, he's got some big fucking calves. Big old smelling punch there. Oh. Jesus. His fucking fire-ups are terrible. Yeah, he's just so... <laughs> that right FDT. there would become a fucking staple. That slide over DDT. Mm-hmm. That would become a fucking staple in his offense, and I love that fucking move. But here, not as crisp. No. And and not a good as worker that he would later be in the ring with. Match went 548. Rock hits a, a Hurricane DDT, is what they're calling it back then, to set up the shoulder breaker for the win. Kind of a weird setup for the finisher. Right. Sonny gets what Sonny wants. There you go, Vince. Now, where's Sean? <laughs> you know Vince. You know Vince hit that. Why would I think that Vince McMahon fucks all the... Because he does. 
You come to some wild conclusions sometimes, brother. No, that is... I Listen, that's fact. Royal Rumble 96. I remember these youngsters. 97, I should say. Yeah. January 19th. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Triple H on the... Or, I'm sorry. Sean on the poster. Looking, he's, looking like he's about 37 somas deep. <laughs> Stone Cold would go on to win Rumble 97. Now you just ruined the watch along for Rumble 97. We did not. You just did. No way. Here comes Sid. This man welcomes WWF champ Psycho Sid to the ring. Like a, looks like a fucking million dollars. Always. Well, I don't Unless know what he's a doing softball with game. I don't know what he's doing with his face. He's the weirdest baby face ever. So awkward. I just fist bump. That's a noise he's making. Fist bump. The skyscrapers. Him and him and uh, Dan Spivey. He's always so wet. He's got his body glove elbow pad on, which he always had a body glove elbow pad. Mm-hmm. He's a monster. Yeah, he's gonna be I a lot of I would love to see him play softball this prime. Just take batting practice. <laughs> like when guys, are, when you're playing outfield, he comes up. He's either gonna hit a line drive right at your face, or he's gonna hit one sixty yards over the fence. No in between. Yeah. Look at the fucking traps on him. And I would rather him go yard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is almost directly after stabbing Double A Arn Anderson. And soft fence, bring him, feed him to Sean. Yeah. I used to love the Sid Pyro. What, what would you call that? That's a fucking Pyro. The Sid Pyro. Yeah. Right. How fucking cool. He's a he's a baby face, folks. Fucking Eric. <laughs> Eric is a fucking voice box tonight. I mean, the man has sung to you. He is he's doing it all tonight. Hey, we're kind of like on Christmas break over here now. Hey. We had a little rated R talk there during that last match. Yeah, real look at look at the heartbreak kid here. Watching it on a thirteen inch TV in the back. <laughs> collar, collar monitor. For you folks who wonder what Barry just said, he said the word color. Yeah. Not collars and dog collar. He said color. So so that is Kenley's favorite thing. She gets me in front of all of her friends and she's like, Dad, say collar. My she grandma just, was like Jeff Jarrett. She can't say oil. She couldn't say oil. Earl. 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 Like like my name is Earl. Fantastic TV show. Very underrated. And my grandma would always tell me to wrench it off. Vince asked Sid about his attitude change on Bret Hart. But Sid changed the subject about beating both Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart in 30 days. How did he do it? It's simple. He's the super predator of the WWF. He's also the master and ruler of the world. Sean appears on the split screen monitor, not showing any expression. Obviously, his back hat back was to the camera. Sid points out that his intimidating stature will not change anytime soon. He will continue being six foot nine over 300 pounds. JR says this man is a little nuts. He's psycho, Jim. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, your take on Sid as a champion right here. Obviously, it's not very, it's not long for the world, but. You know, the, I remember the kind of the interesting matches he had, like with Brett, uh, that cage match they had where Brett, you know, flips out and cusses and, you know. The, those, those matches to me were his memorable matches in his run. I mean, I, I don't know. He's a believable champion. <laughs> he's yeah, believable to, to me. He's a, uh, he's always been, he was kind of Vince's plug and play guy back then. Yeah. Right. He kind of used him as the build up to, uh, well, after warrior basically lost his shit, had a 30 minute summer slam, whatever, whatever. 
Sid was the, the referee and the Russell Hogan at eight. So, yeah, I mean, which that, that storyline kind of centered around the world championship, not really, right? The idea of Sid costing Hogan the championship at Royal Rumble 92, which is completely ridiculous because all Sid did was eliminate him. <laughs> and then and then Nate, Nate got the big dub. And then Nate's got the dub. Nate's capitalized, but that was always the stupidest. Like, why are we? That's so dumb. That was so lazy back then. Just have WrestleMania matches based on Royal Rumble feuds. Well, this right here setting up the Royal Rumble match. Uh, Sid and uh, Sean Rumble ninety seven. Exactly. We've been talking about Barry. Thanks for joining the show. Yes, sir. Was that in the Alamo Dome? It was in San Antonio. Yeah. Jose Lothario, all that shit, right? Super sock. Jose Lothario. Actually, um, Bruce Prichard, this the most recent episode. I haven't listened to all of it yet, but they uh, they covered Sean's '96. Okay. I don't know if I've gotten this far yet, but a lot of the Vader stuff and things like that. Sean had a weird '96. Oh my! Here comes your boy, your boys. <laughs> Peer off and Cybernetico. Peer off and Cybernetico will be taking on the new rockers here. Time for some Triple A action. So I guess these dudes are coming in from AAA right here. Ross calls Cybernetico a young phenom. Mil Mascaris has joined the SAT for some comments. What's SAT? The Spanish announce team. There it is. Thanks, Barry. Hey, thanks for joining the show, brother. Thanks for joining the show, brother. <laughs> and now we and got all Leaf. three of these luchadors will be in the Royal Rumble. Which is my one of my favorite Royal Rumble spots ever when Mo Mascaris, who will not do jobs, just eliminated himself. <laughs> it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen in a Royal Rumble. <laughs> it's like you're watch you're watching, you don't know you're like this motherfucker just eliminated himself on a bot Jesus. Go it's, get him, Will yeah. Mascaris. I guess his uh, brother hated him, Dos Karras. Dos wasn't a fan? Uh, apparently not. <laughs> Look at Lee uh, Cassidy here. I was getting ready to say, the Pride of Lima, Ohio, oh my goodness. <laughs> Lee Ooh. Brock didn't go very well. Uh, the Pride of Lima, Ohio, Al Snow. Or as we better known here, Leaf Cassidy. Your thoughts on the new rockers, Barry? Anything you put new in front of something, it sucks. Fucking terrible. The new foundation, Owen and Anvil. Yeah. Sweet gear. Yeah, that, that <laughs> creative team. Out there, like some hammer pants rustling. <laughs> yeah, that fucking creative team, I'll tell you. Marty, you know, anytime I hear Marty Gennetti's name come up at all these days, it's followed by something just weird or horrible. You just fucking cringe. Well, my buddy, I got a buddy who thinks it's hilarious. And he'll text me about every, I don't know, about once a month. I'm like, do you hear about Marty Gennetti? <laughs> and I, was, I, 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 I just, just don't want to respond sometimes, but I always do. And it's never good. So, speak, so did you see the Hannibal? Did you hear about this? The Hannibal match? Devin Nicholson? Uh, I did. But explain, but go on. So he's got this fucking gimmick, the blood something or another, and him and this ref supposedly were working. And his excuse of why this happened was he holds his mask up. I don't know if you've heard him talk about this. I I can't really see. I can't see in the mask. And he fucking stabbed this referee in the, the head. Fucking several times Dude had fucking stitches and gashes I And yeah. I mean I'm just, When we got backstage He had better not have been there Because I would have shot him Right in the fucking head mm. I mean you're giving Someone your body and they Well it's kind of like the New Jack thing Ask the marketing director her opinion Of New Jack <laughs> New Jack stabbing people But yeah there he is. No limit soldier, baby. The new Jack figure. I love New Obviously Jack. Though. Ready to go here at all times. 
marketing director hates this figure, so I had it displayed prominently. <laughs> Lily was walking around with it the other day. Hey. So I posted pictures. She's obviously taking a liking to the Goldberg entrance grates. Yeah. It goes, and the belt actually from that figure, the big gold, made its way to daycare, which got me a talking to. That is, it should have got you praise. You know, That's praise. I thought, I thought some praise was coming, honestly. I thought, I was like, hey, did you let her bring us? You're, you're doing some solid parenting. Right. But instead, I got a lecture, so. Fuck that lecture. You should have said, do you know who has held this belt? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Chris Rucker had Tweet of the Week last week, though. When he said Whoops. that. Uh, when he said that, uh, you know, the last time, last time I took a cattle prod to get the belt off Goldberg, I thought that was, thought that was incredibly witty. I right. That. Good Uh-oh. use Twitter.com. We got dissension in the ranks here. Well, Marty Janae is involved, so you <laughs> you got to anticipate that happening. And then we got Mill Maskers, who who, ladies and gentlemen, this is 1996. Mill Maskris was on the first ever edition of Pro Wrestling Illustrated in 1979 with Dusty Rhodes. New Rockers argue with each other a little bit, but no time. JR has to interview Mill Maskris about the importance of wrestling at the Alamo Dome. Yeah. They, WWE was definitely playing up that uh, ethnicity thing down there in Texas. You know, bringing in bringing in the luchadors. No shame in their game. No. As I look at the Royal Rumble poster here now, uh, it has Sean on the front. Obviously, 37 somas deep. Get a Starburst Fruit Twist Royal Rumble (laughs) with the Texas flag flying behind it. I guess they're announcing some entrants here. Yes, they go. You have Hunter Hearst Helmsley, as we just saw. Flash Funk. Okay. Ain't mad at it. Who was that? His was that his debut? Uh, you would know better than me. Well, he did November to Remember. Oh, man, ninety-six. And that's when he left ECW to become Flash Funk. So Undertaker with the teardrop. Teardrop, one of my favorite takers. Yes. Prison yard. Comes the honky tonk man. He will be joining the announce table for tonight's main events. He returned to the WF the day before on Superstars, saying he would be here tonight. Penny Hardaway jerseys in the stands. Dream Team 2 jerseys in the stands. Number nine, I believe that was Scotty Pippen. I could be wrong. Uh, Pippen was eight, I thought. Jordan was nine. Now I got to look. Yeah. As we watch this. Yeah, Jordan was nine. No, Dream Team 2. Oh, okay. I just need a roster. That's not my roster. I really don't have numbers. Oh, is it that hard to find the numbers? And what's going on here? Nothing. <laughs> Did Dream Team 2 get jerseys? No, they didn't have uniforms. I mean, the... the what? <laughs> they didn't have uniforms. <laughs> they right, just got fucking went out there. I got a team picture here. Number nine was Mitch Richmond. And obviously that wasn't a dream. I think that was an original Dream Team jersey, so I was wrong. Yeah. Number nine on Dream Team 2 was Mitch Richmond. We can all we can continue on with our lives now. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, we fuck <laughs> I do that to myself. We were not letting that shit go. <laughs> no, at all. But you got the main event here as Honky Tonk Man comes out shaking hands with Vince. Got some goofball in the back with a sunny shirt mocking Honky Tonk Man. Kind of hilarious. But you got Brett versus Razor Ramon here. 
Honky Tonk says he's the fi- he's here to find the one man to take over as the greatest singer, dancer, and shake, rattle, and roller. Something is like that, that is that a prelude to fucking Double J? I just can't get nothing past you. Hey. Well, it would it would then go on to be Rockabilly. Yes, that was <laughs> poor Billy Gunn, man. Right? Shit, that lady meant to. The gimmick of a fucking lifetime. Razor already in the ring here. How do you pass up that entrance? How to get Honky Tonk Man over. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I see why he left. You know? Uh, Wait a minute. This is fake fake Razor. Oh, it is fake Razor. Yes, it says Razor Ramon 2 here. This is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, wait a second. Rick Bogner. Yeah, wait a second here. Uh, so Brian Danielson made some waves. I don't think he intended to make some waves, saying that Hangman reminded him of Stone Cold. Obviously, a lot of the E-drones got very upset about that. Uh, your take, then I'll give mine. Uh, Stone Cold, like I said, is just one of those one of those cult icons that people get very fucking touchy when you start comparing other. It's listen, uh, sports. Uh, people were being dumb comparing Micah Parsons to Lawrence Taylor, to Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians said, and this is kind of comparison, the kid's having a great rookie season, but we're talking about the greatest defense player of all time. Let's all settle down. And that's what people need to do is just settle down. Austin is fucking, listen, Austin was one of my absolute favorites. Hangman Page is on a fucking roll. Eric Brown has been putting over Hangman Page for years on this show, if you've been paying attention. The dude is ascending. He is not on the decline. Will he ever get to Stone Cold level? Probably not. But the fucking dude can go, and the dude's over right now. So, of course, comparisons are going to be made. So it's wrestling, dude. Everything's subjective, like you said. So if if there's things that remind you, of course, shit, there's things that remind you of everyone. There's shit that's done in wrestling that you go, oh, yeah, fuck, so-and-so did that. So that's my opinion. Just chill. Just calm down. Yeah, to me, it's... I mean, the only thing that's very similar to me is the cowboy beer drinking. That's it. Everything else is not the same. Hangman is definitely not the promo that Stone Cold was. And that's not not saying that he won't be. He's very young still. Right. Uh, Works as far as work. I think Hangman is actually a better worker in the ring as far as like the ability to do more things. He's a lot more athletic than Stone Cold, although Stone Cold has, you know, told a better story. Which is probably a better worker. Depends on what you think a better worker is. I mean, athletically, do whatever you want, but that's Hangman. I think Stone Cold, the psychology stuff, obviously he's next level. And there's also the element of Stone Cold was an absolute, not even pop culture, cult icon. He was huge. And I don't know if AEW will ever reach that level of popularity in our lifetime that WWE had going at that time. That's not a knock on... AEW, that's just, there's just more things to watch now. Yeah, I mean, Austin was on fucking every, dude, Regis and Kathy Lee, he was on fucking MTV. I mean, he was on everything. They were putting up huge numbers with Monday Night against Monday Night Football. I mean, they were unbelievable. I mean, he was fucking at Super Bowl part. You know what I mean? Like, they were, he was every fucking where, dude. His shit was being sold at Walmart. I mean, I mean, it's, it was insane. If you young kids never, like, you see it now and you're like, oh, that was cool. But to actually live through that and see yeah. it, you're like, holy fuck. Like, it was insane. That dude couldn't go fucking anywhere. There was a percentage of people wearing rustling shirts to school every day. Yeah. And that's. Every day. That, you don't see that shit. And it was so cool. That was a stark contract. Cool. To what, start, start contrast to what it was before that which was yes. not at all it was a little kid thing oh i don't watch that anymore and you know the stone cold had a big 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 part in changing that 
because so many people, the working class man in this country, obviously, the standard. Imagine being able, you know, kick your boss in the nuts. That whole <laughs> that, that whole thing, right? Yeah. People related to Stone Cold. I love the accent there, the fucking impression of of these men from Sio, Ohio. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sio, Ohio, folks. Google it. S C I O, Ohio. That is my hometown. I believe it has on the most recent census was like seven hundred people. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Tiny, yeah. tiny. One stoplight, one gas station, one grocery store, maybe a pizza place. Shit, post office. Shit, where I'm at right now, we don't even have that. We got a gas station. You got one building in town where you can get, well, I don't know if it's like this anymore, but you could get insurance, a haircut, and lunch. All the same. There's a diner, a barbershop, and the guy that owned the barbershop also did everybody's insurance in town. A homie here took it to the next level. He hooked his barbershop next to the church. Mm. Same building. Same, so you can go praise the Lord and, and catch a fade, and not a not a fight fade. You can catch a, you can catch a high top fade like Sean Kemp right next door. You can go get right and then get right. There you go. All praises be. Brett just taking it to Rick Bogner here. How is Rick Bogner still in this match? He needs to be embarrassed for everything that's going on in this whole situation for him. <laughs> He's, <laughs> he's impersonating <laughs> someone else. He's getting his ass kicked. Can't even be himself. He looks awful doing it. Yeah. The whole situation just sucks for him. Rick Bogner, uh, down bad, Christmas 1996. <laughs> Till he gets that check. Till he gets that. I hope, I hope brother's getting compensated for this. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's over. He's done. He's giving it up quick. Yes. Yeah, when you see that running bulldog and that elbow, you know what's coming next. Yeah. Brett's got that thing cinched in, doesn't he? Right. He's leaning back a little bit. Rick Baldwin's going to have a, a, a sore Christmas. Vince, Vince is like, look, we need him gone. <laughs> This guy gave the match a star and a half. Well, I mean, Brett's working with fucking an Im- impersonator. Honky Tonk Man looks heated up. Brett looks great. Love yeah. the all black right there. Sean, you know, Sean out there with the heartbreak kid. Boy, I'll tell you what. His Marines did a number on him, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the best camera angle for Sean. He lost his smile. Man, he, he is fucked up. Face. He's fucked up right here too. He's yeah. does not look good. Oh no. This looks bad without sound. Yeah. But even looking at his eyes, like he is just fucking so last time he was 37 summers deep. Now he's about 52 summers deep. Yeah. My God, he looks bad. How can Vince... Oh. They just threw him on TV, huh? Look, he's got Sonny's hair tie around his middle finger. <laughs> oh. Why'd you have to do that? Poor Chris Candido at the time. Rest in peace. Yeah. Fucking... I love Chris Candido. Underrated as fuck. Look at it. Like, he's got a Survivor Series sweatshirt on, a Heartbreak Kid hat, and Sonny's hair tie on his middle finger. <laughs> and Pfizer running through his court, running through his veins. And that's it for that fucking show. Merry Christmas, everybody. Gold Dust meets Jerry Lawler next week. Holy shit.
fun show. I love these old balls. They're like 45 minutes long. I love watching it with you. I like watching it with everybody listening. All everybody doing the watch alongs. Thank you guys all so much. Barry, you got anything else you want to touch on this week? No, no. Just wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. We'll probably do it. We we'll do a New Year's show, won't we? Oh no. Yeah. Fuck. Sure. If we if we feel like it. Sure. Don't be don't be bombarding us with requests, <sighs> people. But no. Uh, no man, that's I I I love watching these shows, like you said, and and you there's shit that's happening that you forget about. Like holy shit, I I do remember that now. It kind of sparks your memory. Sparks your husky heartthrob's memory. Uh, I'm doing some shots real quick. Uh, Jeff and Scott are fully posed. We'll check them out as usual. The OGs of the game. All the folks over at Chick Foley, got Marco, Sheena, Seth. Check them out. They've been doing it for a long time as well. Uh, the boys over at the Run-In Podcast, check them out. Uh, Breaker and Bane, unbelievable content. They're the power hour, as usual. S- Steve and Eric over the PPW Podcast. RJ at the Ringside Rant. RJ, I think, might swear more on his show than we do. And that's only because we pull it back. <laughs> but if he if he wants to get into a who can swear more contest, I'll let it fly next week. <laughs> uh, Rucker and Marty over at Boot to the Face. Obviously, check them out. Rucker fired up out his Cowboys, rightfully so. Uh, Justin Summers over at Wrestling Cheers. Drew and Caitlin over at Tales from the Estate. All the Ohio players. Tara, Nick Haddix, Dobro. He's an Ohio player, right? Ty, Candace, Dominator, Lillian, Liliana. Get better soon. Get better, Get better soon. soon. All you guys, man. We're over here thinking about the Bullingers. Heavy. Heavy. There's, there's my people right there, man. Candace, keep your troops strong over there. We, we know you're in charge. Candace, we- tell Ty because he can't hear. Sign to him that we're thinking about him. Um, everyone, Sammy Evans. Yeah. Text, text me at six fifty-two a.m. Tell me to have a good day. He's been he's been hitting me up later. So <laughs> yeah. So I don't. Uh, I'm just giving. I'm totally I must be on the second wave. <laughs> You're on the VIP wave. About, yeah, yeah. He don't give shit about me no more. Text Barry on the first wave. You can get me on the second <laughs> wave. I won't feel left out. How's that? No. Uh, who uh, who the hell Breaker and Bane? Like you said, shout out to them. Shout out to fucking just everyone that listens, that tunes in weekly, uh, puts up with our shit, leaves us rate, rates and reviews us, leaves us fucking five star ratings. We appreciate that. Yeah. So shout out to those dudes, man. And again, I just have fun. So you can follow me on Twitter at bfrost28. Eric, drop the credentials, sir. Follow us on Twitter at doing the favor, Instagram and TikToks. Search me on Twitter at Eric Brown740. I'm also I'm not on Instagram anymore, just my Twitter. Uh, but thank you guys all. Rate, review, subscribe, leave a review. It really helps out so much. Please leave us a five-star rating. That really, really helps us. One of the best ways to support the show. Go to our store over at whatamaneuver.net. We have a plethora of t-shirts over there to choose from, including Husky Heartthrob, first time in the line, legwork, Ohio players. And on and on. So be sure to check us out, support us. Thank you guys all so much that have been with us for a long time. Obviously, 2021 was uh, another long year. Yeah. We're getting through it, but everybody enjoy your holiday season. Be safe. Enjoy your new year. All that good stuff. Watch wrestling, watch football, watch basketball. Talk to me about it. Absolutely. And with that, Merry Christmas. Good night. And God bless. Yeah. Hey. It goes one, two, three into the foe. Eric and Barry are up with ETF and that's for sure. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the years to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live
shit will be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor Doing the favor Until next time, doing the favor